Let's welcome in Matt Hanna, Portfolio Manager at Summit Global Investments. Matt, if you're thinking about investing in tech this year, right, technology, what areas do you think within tech are set up for some growth in 2021? We saw some great growth over the last decade even. Um, 2020 was exciting for tech. I mean, but it's broken down into different areas. What areas do you like more than others? Yeah, absolutely. First off, thank you, Nicole, for having me on today. I think something all listeners need to realize is the NASDAQ is not just a proxy for tech. Uh, the NASDAQ is really comprised of just a handful of names taking up a ton of weight. So when those names do quite poorly, the NASDAQ can, can go down quite a bit uh, or go up quite a lot. However, uh, in this new era, this blue wave, we still like tech. Tech is still good. However, you have to be a little bit more fine-tuned into the type of tech that you want. And some names we like are not actually even in tech. They're in things like communication services, like video game type stocks, whether it's Take-Two or Activision uh, or EA as examples, or even in healthcare or a stock like Teladoc, uh, very much in telehealth. Uh, again, a, a tech name, but in healthcare. And those are creative ways you can still play tech and get growth in such a marketplace as today without being simply exposed to the largest tech names as you would if you just bluntly uh, invested in the NASDAQ. Do you consider FANG even tech? And is that something, any part of FANG that you would like or touch? Uh, I would absolutely consider a tech. I think the lines are kind of blurred. For example, I would consider Google, uh, certainly uh, tech-oriented. Uh, you know, Facebook, also tech-oriented. We kind of go down the line. I think uh, the, the line is very blurred these days uh, between a lot of stocks and what sectors and industries they might be in, especially when you get to the, the bigger names. Uh, you know, I still do like Apple. I uh, still do like Google. Uh, you know, Facebook worries me a little bit more with uh, potential regulation and congressional hearings of what might happen, uh, you know, in, in Congress. Uh, Amazon's a little tricky. Uh, we, we do own uh, Amazon and we do like it, especially you know, stimulus is going to, again, help it. Lockdowns, people are buying more and more stuff online. Uh, certainly, uh, you know, you're seeing prime memberships go up. However, again, that might be on the, in the crosshairs of Congress. You might see a tax on Amazon, uh, you know, that type of business. So, but we're still in it. Uh, certainly has secular tailwinds, uh, but the bigger tech names a little bit more worried from a congressional regulatory standpoint. And that kind of leads us to slightly smaller tech names, uh, still large caps, mid caps primarily, but ones with secular long-term trends, long-term tailwinds, and a flying under the radar of any sort of uh, hit list or crosshairs, whatever you'd like to call it. Tell me, uh, once again, uh, expand on your thoughts earlier. You said Take-Two and Teladoc. Uh, why these names in particular? What is it about these names yep. that you said, out of all the tech sort of related names, you picked some of these? Why? Yeah, I mean, we own quite a few. But I like these because they aren't actually in tech. Uh, Take-Two is a communication services name, and Teladoc is a healthcare name. However, uh, clearly, like take Teladoc, it's telehealth, uh, very much tech-oriented. It's a growing, expanding market. Teladoc has major first-mover advantage. I uh, just made a you know major acquisition that's kind of slowed down it, uh, its price action a little bit, which actually gives it a pretty good entry point right now. Uh, but you know, telehealth is a, a pie that is growing tremendously, and uh, Teladoc is a major first mover. 
growing uh, rapidly, uh, and we feel that telehealth is here to stay. Uh, it's definitely got a big boost during the pandemic, and people are getting used to it. And frankly, it's uh, going to be something that's going to be part of all of our lives going forward. This is a you know marriage between healthcare and tech, and that's what you're seeing across the board, where sector lines are getting blurred. This is a way to play uh, kind of both what I'd call big sectors right now in the, the eyes of uh, the yeah. public, which is healthcare and tech, and we get the best of both worlds right here. I know you picked uh, five nine F I V N um, as one of your picks. I also think often we talk about tech, you know, fintech. Um, tell me about five nine and your thoughts on fintech. While everybody's shopping online, and at some point we're going to have a reopening of the economy. Yeah, absolutely. Fintech is uh, another example of what I'm talking about, that where those lines are very much blurred uh, between sectors and industries. Uh, and Five9 isn't quite what I consider fintech. Uh, what they do is uh, cloud-based software for call centers. And the penetration there is still low, but it's growing quite a bit. And uh, if you just think about it, it's call centers generally have higher overhead, where cloud-based uh, solutions are able to decrease overhead, increase margins, increase efficiencies, and increase our uh, customer experience. So a, a great solution is growing uh, at a you know rapid pace. Again, this is a company, this one is actually in tech. It's a software company. However, again, it's kind of flying under the radar. And most importantly here, it's secular tailwinds where, uh, you know, work from home, the pandemic accelerated the fact that people are going to, you know, frankly, want better call center service. Call center is going to want to be more efficient, lower right. margins, as I mentioned. Uh, so it's, you know, long-term play and it's been doing fantastic. Do you think tech is the best? Is that where people will make money in the next few years? I mean, is there something else that you like better than tech or is tech really where it's, where it's at? Ooh, that's a tough one, Nicole. Uh, you know, I, it's tough to put long-term predictions like that on the table, especially in such a diverse uh, sector. Generally, I'd be a little shy with some of the bigger tech names, but a name like, you know, Amazon could still do quite well, uh, you know, Apple, Microsoft, I think they could still do quite well. And a lot of these uh, tech names with secular tailwinds can do you know, very well. Uh, you know, certainly financials, if interest rates rise and steepen, they can do uh, very well. Uh, energy is one I'd be a little bit more cautious on, but I consider a traditional energy where I'd uh, expect the Biden administration to focus more on clean energy. So, uh, you know, there you might have to invest with more of a scalpel than just, you know, all in on a energy ETF, as an example. So I, I think coming up over the next couple of years, it's going to be more of a stock picker's market generally, and you need to be a bit more aware of exactly what you're buying and why you're buying it. Right, yeah. And I like what you say when you say with a scalpel. I mean, you can't just buy everything. you got to really be aware <laughs> and, and educate yourself too, right? Look at PE ratios. Look at what the company's management is doing and research and development, what's in the pipeline, things like that. Matt Hanna, great conversation. Thank you. Matt Hanna, Portfolio Manager, Summit Global Investments.